T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Wiggins, America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins, America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins, America. Cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day. Up on a ridge, he Old Roy is back in studio as promised. A um, couple of things that I want to just kind of throw out, talk about with you this week. Of course, the big story of the week, we got to hit it. We have hit it, but we got to hit it one more time. Trump gets arraigned, indicted, and arrested. As I understand it, I've learned a lot about these terms this week, mm-hmm. as America has. The term arrest only applies when you are in custody. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, they are, you're arrested from being from leaving. Right. So for a brief moment there, he was arrested. So you can't technically say that. I'm just surprised the media is not saying arrested more. Like, that, that's a bigger word than arraigned. Well, in, <laughs> indicted is, is kind of... Indicted is right, yeah. People like that one because then it's... it's it just sounds... Yeah. Sounds criminal. Yeah. You know, it's like, ooh, indicted. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Arraigned. Ooh, I don't know what that means, so I won't use that one. Right. <laughs> Arrested. Ooh, I know what that means. Um, before we jump into this, though, because I got a little point about this that I want to debate with you, What have you been paying attention? Is this crossing into major news for you as somebody who's kind of in and out of it, you know, running your business and everything? No, this is pretty big. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, nobody's really, well, I shouldn't say nobody. There are people who are who are up in arms, and but it, it's almost, even those people who are like legal experts who are saying there's nothing to this, they're all resigned now to the fact that it's, oh, well, you know, he, he's, he's not going to get a fair trial in New York. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to get convicted, even though there's nothing to this and it's the end of democracy and... <laughs> And 
it, it's horrible in every way imaginable. People, even people who initially came out and said, this is kind of ridiculous, not partisan people like Turley and, and Dershowitz and guys like that who are, you know, big legal minds have have just in a, in a matter of 48 hours have gone from I don't this can't stand to like, oh, well, really, you think? Yeah. Dershowitz, there was a headline this morning. Dershowitz was saying that um, um, he's probably going to get convicted because it's in New York and the judge is a partisan and the, any jurors that they pick are going to be Ooh. just, they just want to see him go down. And so I, I just can't get past it. And this is, this is not <clears throat> necessarily related to the point that you're making, but Alvin Bragg, Letitia James, <clears throat> you know, the DA and the Attorney General of New York, both of them. And then this, whoever this other guy is who's going after him for the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Uh, there's a name attached to that now, too. I can't remember it. Um, but especially the two in New York, these are elected officials. Their whole claim since being elected is no one is above the law. To get elected, they're basically breaking the law by saying, I'm going to go after a political opponent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they themselves are their I'm not even making a point that everybody already knows this. I don't even need to say it, but they're they're doing what they hate. They're doing exactly what they say needs to they're they're breaking the rules they're trying to protect. And it is so sad that half of the country or even less than that, I think with this one, probably 40-30% of the country is just eating it up. Yeah. Like listen to the other side for a half a second, you 30, 40%. Because there are actually a lot of Democrats who I've heard going, uh, this mm-hmm. is not a case. <clears throat> so credit where credit's due. But if you're among that 30, 40%, like wake the F up. Like yeah. you you're watching what you hate happen in front of you. You just like it for the moment. Well, Think beyond the moment. I, I think you're you're leaving out the, a part of it that <clears throat> for a certain percentage of those people on the left, it's they don't hate it. They just don't like it when you do it. So there's no principle there. No, yeah. there's no principle. It's it's when that's that's the whole playbook for the the far left is Ed, Ed the ends justifies the means for me. <laughs> yeah. But nobody else. So they throw out the slogans, no one's above the law. Well, they don't believe that because no, of course not. they're above the law, <laughs> and that's okay because they're on the right side. Yeah. So that hypocrisy doesn't surprise me at all. It, it's, it's just sad that people are so they've, – they've bought into the, the, the lies and the, the, the slander spin. and the, the spin. Yeah. That they are, they're not even pretending like it's not an end justified. As long as we get rid of Trump, I don't care what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You can break any law you want. You can do whatever you have to do because he's so bad. I, I, this week, had, oddly, had a tweet go viral. I don't usually have that. I usually have my standard amount of people who see my tweets. You can follow me at Radio Wiggins if you want to. I'm pretty snarky. Sometimes can be even a little funny. Um, but I make political points through that snark quite a bit on other people's posts. 
And that's where I actually get a lot of followers. Hmm. And this week, Mary Trump, the cousin of oh, Donald, yeah. who is just nuts. I mean, she's like the flip side of the coin of Donald sometimes, where you're like, you're, you think you're a voice of reason more than him? Yeah. <laughs> you're crazy, too. <laughs> um, but she tweeted out something about how Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes should never have interviewed Marjorie Taylor Greene because you're giving a voice to, I think, Hitler... Yeah, it was something along yeah. those lines, but that was the point of it. Was you cannot give a voice to people who are fascist. That was the word. That's that's what she said. Fascist. And so I said in a post, which went viral, sort of, that well, I agree. I, I, this is what I like to do. I, I spoke as like I'm a, I'm with her. I'm a Democrat because people seeing it don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, I said, I, I agree. Like we need to be only showing the Democrat side, like all the time on everything. Um, because that is the epitome of, uh, stopping fascism is only one side. No, hang on a second. Uh, this is the post mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like through ellipses, dot, 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 yeah. uh, stopping fascism. And it was like, no, we need to, um, end fascism by crushing dissent. Da. <laughs> like that, that was, right. and I, was, I spoke most of it as a Democrat, and so it's been viewed, I think, sixty-eight thousand times, <laughs> and lots of people. All I don't know why, like just randomly, that post went crazy, and um, it just reminds me of the kind of stuff we're talking about right now. Like that—that that is somebody who you'd hope would look at the other argument, and, and I'm not saying like we're anyways perfect at this. I'm not perfect at this. You aren't. Anybody listening? We, we have our sides. We have our preconceptions. I get it. But if somebody makes a really good argument, I'll have to concede and go, you know what? Then I need to sharpen my argument or I need to agree with you. Mm-hmm. One of the two. And it's like you're just pissing into the wind yeah. with some of this stuff. You make a great argument. You say, look, this is a terrible case. Legal minds from not just the Republican side... But even, I mean, the Republican side, like Mitt Romney and Rhino people, mm-hmm. if you want to call them that, are saying this is a travesty. They don't like Trump, but they're saying it. And then some Democrats, too, Andrew Cuomo, the freaking former governor yeah. of New York, is saying it. Right. So when these people come out, maybe, maybe just tune your ear in a little bit and say maybe there's an argument here and don't just go, well, criminals being arrested. Right justice served you you look so stupid when you do that that i'm just hoping that 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 gets a spotlight on it how dumb that is i'm i'm not holding my breath on that but <laughs> i i i'm with you i hope that it does but i mean the the tactic that conservatives have used for decades to try to combat liberalism is to point out hypocrisy, and it doesn't matter. Rush Limbaugh did that for 30 years, was to point out the hypocrisy of the left, and it doesn't affect anything because they don't care. I think it slows the train down, but it doesn't stop it. No. I, d- I definitely think that it, it's it's not worthless to do that, but it's not necessarily changing the track It's either. not the winning tactic. You know what a lot of people have said, and we can end on this debate if you want, is that um, Republicans need to basically just go tit for tat now, is to say, uh, Dinesh D'Souza said this, among others. He said, now it's time for Republican DAs to basically go after any and all 
uh, even perceived crime from Democrat leaders. Uh, it's, it's, it's time for us Republicans to stop pretending like there's moral high ground because they're just going to keep doing it until you do it. So why wait? I, I don't necessarily love that argument. Yeah. I get where it's coming from, though. Yeah, it's it's sad that it's that it's come to that. Yeah, because we we hope deep down inside that if you if you are aspiring to be better and ethical and honest, <laughs> that you can win in the end. Yeah, but it's certainly not. Looking I know like that's the way to go, which yeah. is sad. I understand that argument. And I, I think that even as we talk about it, I would say that I don't agree with it in this case. In a lot of cases, I do. You know, if, if they're going to change the rules of the game, you got to play by the new rules of the game. I don't know that this is a rule change yet. I think this is a... a no, it's not. It's it's the same as the election. They're they're just flaunting their, their rampant dismissal of the rules. And nobody's holding them to account. So what do you do? I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. Uh, if you do, let us know. <laughs> We'd love to broadcast it. Uh, let us know. At, at Radio Wiggins on Twitter if you want to contact me. Uh, Old Roy is a recluse, but you can find him in Highland usually at the uh, Telegant's Pub. Yeah. If you want to go by and say hello, as many do. Uh, my name is Ryan Wiggins. This is Wiggins America. We will be right back. Their faces gulped, their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat. He's riding hard to catch that herd, but he ain't caught them yet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I know your time is valuable, so I thank you for giving it to me. I like to be very cavalier with it once I get it, though, and kind of waste it. Uh, that's why we're going to have Old Roy back in for the next segment. It'll be a complete waste of your time. Uh, yeah, you can thank me for that later. This is Wiggins America. You want to know some good news? Yeah, I thought you might. It's been kind of a weird week politically, hasn't it? Depending on where you live... You kind of walked away from Tuesday, election day, with a weird taste in your mouth. I think overall what we can say is that nothing's really changed from the midterms in 2022. You saw a swing election in a swing state get even swingier. Wisconsin, the Supreme Court activist justice there, uh, is kind of a ridiculous election because she they, they, they spent so much money on getting her elected. They were outspent five to one, Republicans. Democrats spent five times the amount the Republicans did on that race. So who do you think is going to win? But then in Wisconsin, just in November, six months ago, you had Ron Johnson win the Senate seat. Very conservative Republican. Now, by the way, I don't know if these things are linked. But this Republican Supreme Court justice nominee in Wisconsin did not really want Trump's endorsement. He kind of ran from Trump in a a way. I don't know if it was direct, but he had no affiliation with Trump. And he lost badly. Do you link those two things? You could, but I think more importantly, it's the money. There was a lot of money spent against that guy. But I said I was going to bring you some good news. So here it is, because there hasn't been a lot this week. I mean, the former president of the United States has been arraigned, indicted, and arrested. That's not good news. But the good news is, completely unreported, by the way, aside from the fact that I mentioned it on Wednesday on the Annie Fry Show, I don't know that I've heard this anywhere, anywhere. But there is a, not Republican yet, a Democrat who's switching parties to become a Republican in North Carolina. Now, if that was all the news, you'd say, oh, okay, cool. There are big implications for this. Because this this stuff does happen. You know, people switch parties randomly and you always see a little article about it and you go, it just goes to show you. Republicans are winning the message war or vice versa. Democrats are winning them. And it really doesn't matter. It has a lot to do with locally what's happening there in that state. Because a lot of times it's a state rep. And that's what this is, a state rep in North Carolina. But she knows that there are huge ramifications for her switching parties. And so they're a lot of times they're doing it for their own political benefit. Duh. 
Vernon Jones is one of those from Georgia who did that. He's had a tremendous boost to his career ever since he switched parties. Tulsi Gabbard has had a tremendous boost to her career ever since she switched parties. So that stuff happens. Adam Kinzinger has had a tremendous boost to his career ever since he, oh, wait, he didn't actually switch parties. He just did everything but. Liz Cheney the same. It works both ways. But this one member of the North Carolina legislature switching means that Republicans now have a super majority in North Carolina in the legislature. Why does that matter? Well, because they have a Democrat governor. That's a swing state. It goes back and forth. So they have a Democrat governor right now, and they couldn't override anything. that He would veto everything. So this one Democrat is going to flip, and now they will have a veto-proof supermajority in North Carolina. Wow, that's a pretty big deal, right? But how does that impact me, Ryan? Well, I guess indirectly it does. Directly it doesn't. But you know why she's switching? Because of school choice. The Democrat governor of North Carolina does not want to pass school choice. But it is so overwhelmingly popular among the electorate. And I ain't just talking about North Carolina. I'm talking about everywhere. It is in the 70s as far as approval goes for school choice. Yet, even though it's that popular, Democrats still fight it because they know there's so much power in them holding on to the education of our kids. They know how freaking powerful it is to educate the next generation. And even more importantly, there's a lot of money that runs through those unions to Democrats and they don't want to give that up. And that money being moved around, giving it back to the parents, they do not like that at all. It has nothing to do with kids. If it did, they'd realize that even for their own political benefit, gosh, this is popular. I should support it. But they don't because it ain't about your kids. It's about them. So that's what's happening in North Carolina. We do think that that's going to pass pretty soon because of that flip. And I've said before that school choice is maybe the most important policy position or policy point in America right now. Now you can make a case for a lot of other things. I get it. I could make a case for a lot of other things. But I always come back to school choice because of the cascading effect it'll have on kids, on families, on education, and on the future of the country. Because what's the future of the country? I believe that children are the future. We're a generation away from having a whole group of kids becoming adults, not knowing what gender they are, hating America. Do you know that's what TikTok's doing? Did you know that if you sign up for TikTok and you put in your age and gender as 14 and a girl that the first videos they suggest you see are about gender dysphoria, that you might have it, and then about how stupid and terrible America is and how racist it is and how we should shut it down. That's being pumped through TikTok like crazy, yet we don't believe that we should ban that. Completely separate issue, but I digress. There's a whole generation of kids that believe that now. There's a whole generation of kids who are now voting adults who think that any restriction on abortion is illegal, and they vote in Wisconsin. Have you noticed that? 
School choice levels the playing field so completely that if you don't like what one school is preaching or teaching your kids or pretending to teach your kids and not telling you about, you can just change schools. You couldn't do that now unless you got a lot of money. If you got a lot of money, you can go to a private school. If you don't, you're stuck. You're stuck where you live. Not with school choice. You can go to a better school or a different school or a Christian school or a Muslim school for that matter or a Jewish school or a Montessori, whatever you want. You can do all of that because the competition is intense to be the best because that's where the money's going to be. It's so beautiful and it's going to take a generation. Uh, the adaptation or the adoption of school choice in states that have passed it is actually pretty slow. And all of the people who yell about why this is a bad thing, A, they either don't know what they're talking about or B, they're wrong because all of the objections don't make any sense. Chief among them, well, you're just taking money away from public schools. Well, A, (laughs) back to A and B here, A, no, we're not because the Adoption of these things is so darn slow that uh, people are very, very slow on the pickup to realize that they can leave their schools. It's not happening fast, so it's not moving money away quickly. And B, theoretically speaking, if people wanted to leave your school, why? (laughs) I love that question. Brad Range always asks that question for the Annie Fry Show. It's a great one. It's like the Matt Walsh, what is a woman? Can you tell me what a woman is? It's the same kind of thing. Well, why would you want to leave that school? Why would people want to leave that school? You're telling me it's good. Why would you're going to defund the pu- public schools? But no, they won't be defunded if they're good, right? It's a circular argument. They won't leave the schools if they're good, but if they're bad and you leave them, then why would you want to support them anyway? You follow me? It is so important. It's happening in North Carolina. If you can start seeing swing states passing it, man, get ready. The dominoes are falling so quick on this. I'm so excited about it. I'm excited that that's happening because that is long-term change and that is needed. Imagine being able to send your kids to a private school for free. That's what we're talking about. Love it. Missouri's on the way. Missouri, keep going. you got some great lawmakers that are pushing that. This is Wiggins America. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, we value your time so much. No, no, we don't. We don't. I'm sorry. I I lied. I lied about that. I don't value your time. I do really appreciate that you're going to be here. But if I valued your time, would I really be bringing old Roy in next? No, I wouldn't do that. But I am going to do that. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. From the coasts of Nebraska to the canyons of New England, this is Wiggins America. Wiggins America, guess who's here? It's the full cast. It's Trisha, it's Old Roy, who when you go to a doctor's office, I assume they call Roy, Old. Yes. Roy, Old is here, <laughs> and Everding, Trisha is here, Wiggins, America. That didn't work. <laughs> hi, everybody. Uh, hi. Hey. So hi. this hey. is a segment hi. that we call Serious Questions. Serious Question. So who wants to go first? I'll Roy? Go. I'll go. Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, this is from The Hill. Okay, then it's real? It's legit. Most of the stuff you pick up is not. Right. Um, so this says, Jill Biden says both LSU and runner-up Iowa should visit the White House. So this is Final Four, women's Final Four, mm-hmm. college basketball. <clears throat> so here's the quote from our first doctor lady. I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come, Biden said, speaking at the Colorado State Capitol in Denver on Monday. But, you know, I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come, too, because they played such a good game. Seems like a slap in the face to all the second-place teams in the past. I think so. What's your serious question about Well, my serious question is this. Serious question. Did you ever win a per participation trophy because that's basically what she's saying is that everybody that is what she's saying you're right about that everybody gets a trophy Mm -hmm. because we don't want anybody to feel bad i I didn't grow up in that era i was pre everybody gets a ribbon thing man i think i might have i think i might have gotten a trophy once that was i think i kept it because it was so weird because I remember not winning. I don't remember what the event was now, but I had this little trophy, and I can still picture it. It's a guy with his arms raised like YMCA. Why? Like he's a champion. And I always thought, but I didn't win. <laughs> was <laughs> it so for a sport? It was. It had to have been for a sport because it, he was in like a sports pose. But you don't remember don't what remember sport what you were was. participating in? I just remember that I would look at that thing and go, that's such a weird trophy. I didn't win it. And I always felt kind of bad about it. Like I should, because I was in a lot of sports as a kid. I would put trophies up on my top shelf in my room, which I think was built for me to do that. Like, oh, here's your trophy rack. By the way, they don't really give trophies anymore for kids' sports. I'm realizing ribbons. It's little medals. 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 Yeah, it's Hmm. all medals. It was ribbons for us. I was a swimmer. (laughs) We used to get white ribbons if we didn't place. So that was your everybody gets a trophy ribbon. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a little racist too, actually. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, why not a black ribbon? You see, guys. Or a brown ribbon. 
Or a purple ribbon. Ooh, I don't care about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be white ribbons, but I didn't yeah. get a lot of those. I had a lot of real ribbons. So. Well, congratulations. So, thank you. Because you're proud of you. Did you not? So in that era, you didn't. So I was maybe like the bridge and the gap there where I was start, you were starting to do that a little bit. But I didn't get that a lot. And it actually, I, to your point, made me veer away from things I was bad at. Which is the, the idea. You, you go, I, I'm not very good at bowling. I don't think I'm going to keep bowling. You know? Like, I'm not competing in this sport. Well, it's, I, I don't want to open a whole can of worms here, but but it's this the concept of you can give someone self-esteem, which doesn't make sense because self-esteem, by definition, comes from the self. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if we just give everybody a little prize, they will somehow automatically develop self-esteem was i wonder at least growing up the ribbons almost seemed more for the parents that were paying for the kids to participate like you're forking over the money for your kid to be a part of something it was almost like the organization was like i don't want you to not get anything in return Hmm. as opposed to the self-esteem thing are you talking sports or are you talking yeah. other things? I'm talking swimming specifically. So okay. every like every parent pays for their kid to be on the swim team. Yeah. Right. Swimming is expensive, too. It's very expensive. Tough to do. And some people get ribbons. Some people don't. Some people place. Some people don't. But I was always under the impression that those white ribbons were kind of like not everybody gets a trophy for because the kids knew like if I got a white ribbon I wasn't like look at me I got a white ribbon Mm -hmm. but it was almost like the parents had something to take away you know like uh, you kind of like show up and it's like if you're falling into the category when they were not doing trophies and not medals ribbons are real cheap (laughs) sure you're not really getting much in return for your money if it was just about that yeah. But he was saying to the parents, like uh, everybody, acknowledging. yes, ever acknowledging you're part of the team, kind of thing, acknowledging that you're your money and your inclusion, but yeah. not so much as I never saw it, at least as an, a boost to the ego or self esteem that there was a white ribbon. Well, that's why I think it was a flawed, sure idea anyway to. Or the good old days when if you you didn't win you were a loser. Just, yeah, get just out of here, you loser. Suck it you up. Lost. Yeah, yeah. loser. <laughs> Go home. Those were the good old days. <laughs> get in the shower and think about your life. All right, I'm gonna go next. Is that cool? Great. All right, here we go. Harvard expert shares her number one undesirable trait CEOs see in employees. Says it's a huge red flag for me. Anytime she sees this trait, this might help you as somebody who hires, and you as somebody who hires here. I do neither. Uh, She says, of the many traits people bring to the workplace, one stands out as an absolute trust breaker. Mm. Any ideas what it is? I'll I'll ask you both, since you both do hiring, Mm -hmm. is there one trait that when you see it, you go, ooh, either I love that or I hate that. Like it's a deal breaker or it's a deal maker. Either way. Everybody's waiting because this is, they want jobs from you and they want to know how to trick you Ah. into getting a job. Well, if they show up with a mask on and like a crowbar, (laughs) I'm pretty. Deal maker? No, that's a breaker. Oh, that's surprised to me. Yeah. Because. That just that never ends well. Yeah, especially yeah. as a as a waiter. Right, <laughs> it just doesn't seem necessary. <laughs> Trisha, 
not necessarily one thing that's a deal breaker that I can pinpoint. If you're rude, disinterested, almost overly confident about your abilities, arrogant, as maybe. arrogance. Yeah, that's that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Those things are off-putting, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty much willing to hear anybody out. I I did one interview like that once where I I was interviewing to be an RA in college, and I had seen the R I had been in dorms already. And so I'm like, man, these RAs are a joke. <laughs> they didn't do anything. So I thought, if I just apply, I'm going to get it. No, nope. because I can, I can walk in the door. <laughs> you went in too confident. Like, yeah, I did. I went in so confident. I don't think I actually physically put my feet up on the desk, but it was real close. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I remember thinking, well, here I am, yeah. ready to sign the papers. And they were like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> no. Oh, life lesson. Yeah. Um, what she says is not that actually. She says, taking credit for other people's ideas. How do you know that? In an interview, especially, I thought the Mm -hmm. same thing. But you'd have to go through, I guess, quite a few interviews and like a a process of getting to know somebody. But it would, I guess, on the resume, you could kind of claim things that are yours that aren't necessarily yours. How would the interviewer know? Yeah, that's the part. If it's, um, I, I mean, I guess you can't put I invented Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> like something obvious. Yeah. If if you if it's something that clearly was part of a team and you're saying I did this, that would that would kind of indicate that, wouldn't it? I would think maybe more specifically speaking in terms of I versus we. Okay. So as a team we did X Y and Z. Yeah. And not It's probably more desirable to this interviewer than I did this and ignoring the fact that you worked on a team. There's no we in team. Mm-hmm. No. My serious There's question. No I either, though. Serious question. Is thus. Do I tear down old Roy because I need to build myself up? Possibly. Yeah. I, th- I think it's mostly deserved. Roy's right. Has he? Does he make you think that? <laughs> Did you think that before you started spending time no, with him? Oddly <laughs> enough, it was I, I owe a lot to Ryan for for bringing that to my attention. Yeah, sure. I agree. You do. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, when you ask these serious questions, there's not a right or wrong answer. No. In this case, there is, and Roy was right, Sounds and like you were wrong. A whole lot like brainwashing. <laughs> All right, are robot waiters the future? Ooh, yes. Some restaurants think so. (laughs) That's not the question. That's the headline. You may have already seen them in restaurants. Waste high machines that can greet guests, lead them to their tables, deliver food and drinks, and even ferry dirty dishes to the kitchen. For some reason, some right fairy f e r r y. Some some have cat like faces for whatever reason. That's the most appetizing thing they could think of, and they even purr when you scratch their heads. So they're interactive robots. They're bringing your food, but they're making them look like cats? Yeah, that's what this article said. <laughs> I retract have, my yes. Uh, you guys are familiar with this concept, right? Yes. These These mm-hmm. robot waiters. No, I'm not. You're not? You're really? Like, oh, it's just normal. No, I've never seen anything You'll like this. You'll start to see them pop up. You see them... In a lot of times in like bakery settings and stuff where they like deliver your pastries, there's specifically one restaurant in Fairview that uses them now. And I know that there's a growing industry, a growing demand for them. Yeah, we were just talking about this last night. There was a, it was like a ice cream milkshake place and they had the little robots. Yep. 
that there's uh, there's multiples like there's little like little Roombas bringing you your yeah, stuff basically. Wow, I can't believe I've never seen this. And I, now if I know there's one in Fairview, I'm gonna go. They're still very expensive. Okay, but I do believe that you will start to see these more and more. My serious question is serious question: If all human servers are replaced with robots, do we still have to tip? Ooh, that's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant manager, what do you say? Because uh, wouldn't the tipped money to the robot then come back to you? Somebody's still got to maintenance that robot. It, it depends on the AI. I mean, if if those robots get minds of their own. Mm-hmm. They want that crypto? They're going to want it. Yeah, they're going to want it in crypto. That, uh, I don't know. I think we just crossed a line. I don't think we can assume by prejudice that a robot would want digital money. Well, you actually wrote a book on it, so. That's exactly right. I literally wrote the book on this subject. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If if you want to go get my book, it's not really about how robots use crypto money. No, but it's about robots. (laughs) It is about robots. And it does cost money. And you know what? Today only, I'll lower the price to $15. And Where can you find tomorrow. that book? And what is it called? Oh, it's, that's a great question. Um, and that is the best serious question of the day. Um, my book is called The Life of Human. If you'd like to pick it up online, you type in Life of Human, Wiggins. You're going to find it so easy that I, I don't even know why you wouldn't buy it at that point. Because up until that point, everything had been so easy, so easy breezy, that reading the book would probably just be a continuation of that easy moment that you just had when you looked it up. You can probably get a robot to read it to you. I don't know about that. Chat GPT, I bet you could. AI's the future, baby. Ooh, maybe I'll just have Chat GPT write the sequel. Because that took me 12 years. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a break. Uh, we will be right back with more Women's America. Oh, baby, 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 this is out of my control. It looks like nothing is wrong but deep down in my soul. I'm red. Follow him on Twitter. Vespuccians. Doesn't matter here. Wiggins Vespuccia. Got into a fight. Well, I feel so broken. I wanna go home. I think it merits at least a mention the Bud Light thing before we get to the end of the show here. The Bud Light cans, if you haven't seen this story, the trans activist named Dylan Mulvaney was given a set of Bud Light cans. The question is, with with uh, the, his face on them, the question is whether or not they do this regularly because apparently Bud Light came out and said something along the lines of, well, we give a lot of special cans to a lot of social media influencers and stuff so that they'll promote the brand, which actually makes sense. Of course they would do that. The problem is, have you ever seen that? I've never seen any social media influencer hold up a Bud Light can with their own face on it until Dylan Mulvaney did. So there's been pretty big backlash against this. Kid Rock was 
doing what Kid Rock does. Actually, it sounds a lot like what Ted Nugent would do. He went out in the backyard and he put up a Bud Light 12-pack and just started shooting at it. (laughs) Uh, Travis Tritt has dropped Bud Light from his tour as a sponsor, I think. And there's been a lot of pushback on this because people are just going, come on, man, you got to be kidding me. This is so stupid. Why are you doing this? So there you go. Great way to end the show, right? (laughs) Hey, I'm just presenting the facts. Drink Bud Light if you like. I can tell you that I went to a Cardinals game on Monday, and I said, is all you have Bud Light? Because I actually like lager more than anything else. And they, they presented all these different ales, Shock Top and a bunch of others. And I said, I just I just want a lager. They're like, well, all we got is Bud Light. And I said, is that really all you got? And there was a wink and a nod with the bartender there. <clears throat> she was acknowledging, yeah, unfortunately, that's all we have. <laughs> that is all I have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in to Wiggins America. And happy Easter. I can't believe I haven't really said that yet. But happy Easter to you and yours and your family. Hope you're having a great one, a great weekend. And we will see you next week on Wiggins America. Get the podcast by typing in Wiggins America, or you can rewind on the Odyssey app. Strap on your diapers, babies, because Wiggy Wigs riding dirty. Wiggins America. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.